Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find the full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. Hi, friends and neighbors. I'm Balin Leonard, and you're listening to the Country Music Talk podcast, where we always bring you the best and biggest stars. And today... I'm excited to be talking to Nashville born and bred rapper and songwriter Jelly Roll. He's been taking rock and country radio by storm since releasing his album Ballads of the Broken last year. And the last 12 months have seen him score a rock chart number one, record with Brantley Gilbert, and climb the country hot songs chart with his incredible record Son of a Sinner. His rise to stardom is an amazing story. He's a super nice guy. So let's get started. This is the Country Music Talk Podcast from Absolute Radio Country. This is Absolute Radio Country. My guest today, singer, songwriter, rapper, Nashville native, Jelly Roll. Blood donor, Jelly Roll. Welcome to blood the show. Blood donor. You got up early this morning. You donated blood. You've not even had lunch. So thank you for joining us. No, it's awesome, dude. I'm excited to do it. Hey, I want to talk about this new, uh, well, is it new? Because I feel like it's always been here. It's so good. It's one of these timeless songs that even though we've only known it for a little while, it feels like it's been in our blood for ages. We're absolutely loving it. Son of a Sinner. What a song. I, I wanted to call it a breakthrough song, but I mean, you've had a long list of things that you've done before you got to country, right? So we've had rock from you, we've had rap from you, and now we've got this full-on country thing. So uh, tell us about how you got to country. I mean, I know you're a Nashville native and it's in your blood. Well, I've always been a country music fan. So that right. was ab- above everything. You know, we, we ride across the country and I was re- doing a hip hop show and all the guys in the van would be like, oh, Jelly's got the playlist. He's fixing to play, you know, either Tom Petty or Kenny Chesney or something. <laughs> they just knew and... Uh, I just always loved the soul of country music and being from the city, you're just kind of naturally drawn to it to some degree. So, yeah, you know, it took a long way to get here, but I enjoyed the journey and I'm, and I'm glad to be home. Cause I'm originally, my family is still in East Tennessee. And for me, it took me quite a while to, get back to loving country music because I grew up with it all around me and then you know like a rebellious teenager like you do you're like I don't want anything to do with where I'm from and what my parents liked and all that stuff and of course it took me getting away from it getting a little bit older to really appreciate country music in all of its forms and, and you know what a deep and robust and broad genre it is but it sounds like you didn't have that journey you were just like country music I'm in I was just in. I was all in. We listened to so much music growing up anyways. Yeah. We were that last generation of people who would rather sit around the table and listen to music than watch television. Right. You know? So for us, it was just kind of all in all an eclectic taste. What I love about country music is I'm stuck on my loving it and, and getting into it. I'm like listening back to the old records that I listened to when I was young or records that, you know, but you didn't pay attention to like how special it really was. Yeah, sure. You know? So I've been on my Merle Haggard kick where I've just been listening to nothing but Merle lately. Uh-huh. And it's just, I knew all these songs. And of course, Mama Tried, I've been knowing my whole life. I'll never forget the first, it's one of the first country songs I ever heard and went, that's a country song? Like, that's awesome. He's doing life without parole in this song. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, so I've just kind of been on that kick. And that's what I love about country is that it'll always drive you back to an era. I'm, I'm loving watching the resurgence of 90s country music. Right oh, now. yeah. It's it's I mean, and it was such a sweet spot in the history of country music as well. And also, you know, a lot of people 
quite rightly, we're having this conversation now about inclusion in country music and, and women and people of color and, you know, different voices and whether that's gay people or whatever. But 90s country, the women were absolutely ruling that. It was incredible, dude. I look back at all that. I, I don't know why. I love studying the times of music. Right. Like the yeah. eras, like the 70s. And that was the songwriter movement that will forever have changed the way I wrote songs. Late 60s, early 70s kind of singer songwriter movement. You look at the 80s and the 90s, I felt like was extremely special. Let me ask you a nerd question then. Yep. What do yep. you think will go down historically, the 2000s or the 2010s? Because I feel like the 80s was a good era. And I don't yeah. want to start a fight here. Hot take. Uh -huh. But it's kind of buried between the 70s and 90s. It is, yeah. So yeah, like because people talk about the 70s. They talk about the 90s. 80s people, and not just in country music, but in general, people still look at the 80s and go, that is just cheesy. Yeah. You know, the 70s, obviously golden period, not just in country, but in loads of mm -hmm. different types of music. 90s, obviously, we just talked about and how important that was. I reckon it'll be the 2010s because... 2000s, everybody was still kind of, I think, figuring out what to do with the new millennium. Right. You know, and we were still <laughs> a little bit trying to kind of inch it forward slightly. By the 2010s, we had yeah. figured out a whole new thing. That's so honest. So the 2000s, once again, hot take, but the 2000s will be like the 80s were to 70 and 90. Mm -hmm. The 2000s will be wedged in history between 1990 and 2010. Yes. I think That's we'll, so incredible. Hey, son of a sinner, tell us about what this song is about, because we can listen to it. And the great thing about country music is everybody can have their own kind of take on it and it, they can relate to it in their own way, whether that's a lived experience for them or not. But for you, what's it about for you? It was a really kind of personal song about understanding the duality of life and really invoking myself in the culture of like I had a father who would run the homeless program at church, but also would go to happy hour every day. Right. right. He was like somewhere between, quote unquote, right and wrong. And so many people from my neighborhood and so many blue collared, hardworking or lower class people relate to that in such a serious way. And I've learned now that even upper class people feel like, oh, yeah, I'm the same way. You know? Yeah. So I think it's just kind of a really a cultural song for me. And what was more important about it was to be my first single on country radio. It's a very true representation of who Jelly Roll is. I'm not an artist that is manufactured by songs that were pitched to me or songs that I thought were catchy. I just had a real moment this weekend where I realized I've never tried to write a hit in my life. I've only tried to write real songs. If they landed in such a way that it felt like it could be a big record, it was a true representation of who I am as an artist and who I represent for the people as an artist, if that makes any sense. So, it makes sense because ultimately that's what good country music is. And look, I know it's a cliche, this whole three chords and the truth thing, but the truth and storytelling, I think that's what draws people into country music. And, you know, we were talking earlier about kind of the 80s getting lost there, maybe the, the 2000s getting lost. I think the reason why country music globally and certainly in the UK is having such a moment right now is because we've come out of this period where it was all about beats and hooks and overly produced stuff and everybody's wanting a little bit of authenticity 100 percent. i think we're just back in the era of real music for real people and i think the beautiful thing about what's happening in music everywhere is people are getting into artists they're yeah. more tribal to the art than they've ever been and country music provides such a platform of genuineness 
son of a sinner, you know, we're loving it here. Obviously, I know how big it is there and how many people are connecting with it. And then was it your opening song at your Grand Ole Opry debut? It was. Yes, sir. All right. So I love this because, first of all, congratulations on your Grand Ole Opry debut. Uh, I mean, that unreal. is, like, you know, I mean, that's just like the pinnacle, right? But to come out there and hit them with your biggest song in that world. I mean, that, that, that's the statement. Why did you choose to do it that way instead of saving it towards the end? I felt like it was the song that I know kind of decisively got me invited to the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> right, so okay. it was like, you know what, let's just come out and put it there. I just thought it was important to kind of represent what we was out the gate. You know, right, I got you. Yeah. Kind of go for it. I, I've, um, I feel like I'm in the middle of my chance and you only get this chance once in life, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I felt like I can't. You can't leave the uh, you can't leave the hot stuff in the holster. Yeah, you know what I mean. If that makes sense, I'm going firing right now. You know what I mean. I'm all <laughs> in. I'm throwing the kitchen sink out the gate of everything I'm doing while I'm giving a chance. You know, you know, God willing, it works and it does great, and I come back and we get to do it all over. And then it's my second time. I'll be a little more relaxed and figure it out. But. In every scenario in life right now, I'm just throwing the kitchen sink at it, man. I'm going while I can. Well, see, this is what I love. I mean, the Grand Ole Opry specifically, I love this because, you know, people from from all the deep, deep South, you know, they've been saving their money. They're coming to Nashville. They're going to the Grand Ole Opry. Maybe they're going to get some square dancing. They right. might win a, a frozen chicken during one of the ad breaks, which happened right. the last time that I was at the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> but they're, they're also going to get new country music that is pushing out the boundaries that way and 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 kind of hopefully opening their eyes to what country music is as well man that crew at the grand Ole opry is not afraid man i was talking to one of my friends about it and they were like how down the nose did it feel back there i was like the opposite dude everybody leaves their door open everybody's mm-hmm. going to each other's green room they're giving each other shots the night i debuted russell dickerson played he brought me the biggest bottle of claws azuli could find rang the bell took some shots with me you know the, well now hold on the I last time i was at the, the grand Ole opry they, they there was no booze backstage stage isn't that the official rule at the grand old opry well i don't know i haven't read the official rule i know what rule we've been going by. <laughs> i feel like that's an official rule they might have changed it by now yeah. well i'll tell you what i hope i don't get in trouble for it now but boy we've been last time was with craig morgan we sat backstage and hung out and then went out and sang together and ugly cried and it's a different atmosphere man it's a lot of fun dude. it's, it's a, a lot hang. of fun and, it's a good hang was my favorite part. Is that it it's a good like, hang and you can come away with a frozen chicken. I hung away. I, that's the best part. I hung out with Jelly Roll, the infamous harmonica player from Nashville, Tennessee, Jelly Roll Johnson. <laughs> yes. He's like 30 years older than me. Uh-huh. So he was he's OG Jelly Roll. And I got to hang out with him and his wife backstage. It was so awesome, dude. We got a picture together. It was one of the coolest things ever. And he wasn't like, your name's what now? I thought he was going to be mad. He <laughs> joked with me and said that fans send him emails. But he was so cool. He was so cool. I was like, I always thought if I ever met this man, he's going to hate me. You know, because yeah, there was yeah. a time where me, Jelly Roll Morton, Jelly Roll Johnson, and the pastry were fighting for the real estate <laughs> of Google, and I was losing. You know how hard it is to get your name to Google before the pastry? And then Jelly Roll Morton, the blues legend. <laughs> uh, listen, you know, that's how you know you'll have made it. When you, when you supersede the pastry in a Google search. Mm-hmm. Then you have made when it. my picture pulls up and not a strawberry roll. So we've talked earlier about all the different styles of music that you've been through. Have you been making music since like as long as you can remember? Or was there a moment where you picked it up and thought, yeah, this is me? My mother showed me the coolest thing the other day. 
I had a first grade thing where you write stuff down, you know, it's like, who's your hero. You remember this stuff? When you yeah. Yeah. Of course. And mine says, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I put rapper. That's what I put in the first grade. I put rapper and then I put slash singer and I was in the first grade, but it just showed I never wanted to be anything else. It was music or bus for me. Did you cycle your way through instruments? Like, did you, did you try and do some piano? Were you ever at, you I know? picked up the guitar at 30. Like, I loved the idea of writing lyrics when I was a kid. Like, they were poems. They wasn't in rhythmic form. I didn't understand how to present them to people. Right. But I was always writing rhymes, so to speak. And now you're just setting them to music. Exactly. 100%. Yeah, I, I realized early that it was, you know, that it was going to be a music thing. So I would come downstairs to Mama's Kitchen when I was, like, 11 or 12. And I'd be like, yo, I wrote something. And I'd try to sing it or I'd rap it because I thought I was a horrible singer. Right. Even though I know you wanted to be a rapper in first grade, was there ever a thing where you're like, well, I can't be a singer, so I'm going to have well, to. Well, my whole, that's what happened for sure. Okay. My whole family was bad singers. As Brantley Gilbert tells me, it was easier for you to talk fast. It's <laughs> like, a good one, Brantley. I'll use that one. So a lot of people from the UK, you know, they, they come over to Nashville. It's the, it's the big vacation for them. They're landing in Nashville. They got a few nights. They've never been before. They bump into Nashville native Jelly Roll. Where are they going? We're going to Midtown. Okay. We're going to hit Midtown. Midtown's becoming a little touristy now because the word's getting out. But Midtown was is always has been like an artist spot. Like the Red Door, Losers, Winners. You've been through that strip, I'm sure. Yeah, of times. course. Yeah. That's kind of always been an artist spot. You know what I mean? Like even to this day, midday, you go up there and grab lunch, grab a burrito or something. You mess around and see a couple guys up there just because they're between rights and they want to go have a beer somewhere, you know. Midtown's always a lot of fun. Okay, so Jelly Roll, the album Ballads of the Broken. It's full of amazing personal songs. We absolutely love it. Just before we let you go, what's next? Working on a country album, working on a rock album, and working on a rap album, all three separate. Country album coming next, I'm assuming, because I've got some songs that I'm just ready to pour my spirit into. Okay. And uh, I'm ready, man. I'm just writing a lot. I'm touring a lot, 100-something shows, you know. I will be to the UK very soon. We're trying to hammer out some details about a uh, club appearance in November. All right. Bring it over. We cannot wait. Hey, thank you for taking the time to have a chat with me today. Anytime. What a great interview, dude. So conversational and honest. Oh, thank you, man. I can't wait to meet you in person and I look forward to it. Pleasure. Thank you again for your time, brother. The Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music. Jelly Roll on the Country Music Talk podcast, you can hear his incredible song, Son of a Sinner, on Absolute Radio Country. And remember, if you want to hear more interviews like this, then make sure you subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review. It really does help spread the word about country music in the UK. I'll see you on the next one. In the meantime, keep it country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 